welcome back to everyone's favorite newest podcast, The Cat and the Rat. Uh, I am your host, uh, Josh the, the Rat Curtis, uh, here with my co-host and your local D&D Dungeon Master, Ken the Cat Letary. How's everything going this weekend? Pretty good. Uh, I can't believe that we're headed into, I think this is our sixth episode. That's crazy to me, right? I don't know how you yeah. feel about it. We've made it six weeks so far. Um, again, to wild acclaim and applause so far. No, Nothing negative to say about our podcast. Everybody has been very kind and generous and beautiful with their language towards us. So um, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, me too. I've seen nothing but five-star reviews, so let's keep it that way. Our European crowd is super into it, um, so that's exciting. Um, speaking of, as you introduced me as the local dungeon master, um, this is a shout-out to the people who um, will be going north of the spine of the world of the Sword Coast uh, and figuring out why Winter's Fury has shut down an entire region of the Forgotten Realm. Um, this coming week on Sunday, we have several members listening to this podcast, I would assume, who will be joining me um, as I venture them and trek them through the wilds, dangers, and magics of Icewind Dale, the Ten Towns. Um, pretty excited about it. Keep tying in my dice rolling even further. Real thematic. That was a whole bunch of words that I did not understand, but hopefully some of our audience did. They probably don't at this point. <laughs> uh, well, I wish all you orcs and goblins and elves the best of luck in sh- finding the key to unlocking Elsa's frozen heart or whatever the hell you just said. Uh, Josh, I feel like you're not taking our interests kindly <laughs> and seriously, and that really hurts my feelings. Ah, okay. I'm all right with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll just write this down in my crying journal. Okay. Uh, We'll get back to the other fantasy reason why we're here, uh, which is fantasy football. Um, We had a pretty interesting week. Again, quite a lot of movement along the standings, uh, for some people at least. Um, And again, we forgot to take note of what the standings were beforehand. So we're kind of Going off memory here, but uh, I dropped a couple spots, obviously. Uh, not a great showing from, from me or my team. Um, and I know my co-host here, Chinese Waving Cats, jumped up a few spots, maybe from 11th, I think. Yeah, all I jumped back up, up quite to a seven. bit. Yep, quite a bit. I'm excited about it. That's pretty exciting. And there was some more moving around in the middle. Um, like I said, we weren't paying attention, but you know what? Ken had the bright idea to write it down ahead of time this time. So next week we can talk about the movement among standings a little bit more accurately. It's only taken us six weeks, but we're getting there. Yeah. We're slow learners. Yeah. Which is why we're hosting the podcast. So, Yeah, that's all right. We'll be great next year when we do it again. <laughs> uh, so what are, where are we going to start? Let's see. I know we've got a good game. Had a great game between Malcolm Desquad and Minister Boggan, so we'll save that one for a bit. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we can well, we can hop right into uh, how about Ray? What the Rock was cooking yeah, versus Chuck and Herbie Hancock. All right. Um, so not great. I don't remember who I picked last week. 
Uh, no, actually I do because it's legitimately on the screen. I did pick what The Rock has been cooking. Um, and poor choice on my part. We'll talk about that later. But under 100 points, Herbie, the love bug, is hovering at that magic marker for us of 130 points. Um, and what The Rock is cooking is just not not coming, coming to play. Um, tons of his players under 10 points. Not great. No, but his bench was looking okay. He's got four players on the bench over 10 points. Yeah. And four players on his roster under 10 points. So that's not a good start. Um, I don't feel like doing the math to find out if he could have pulled this out had he started the right players. But let's just say it would have been a lot closer for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, they were almost all wide receivers. We couldn't have replaced both of his running backs, but he wouldn't have had to replace Dalvin Cook anyways. He scored 22 points. Him and Kirk Cousins were the lone shining stars on his team this week. And uh, Herbie just, they scored, again, it sounds like a broken record at this point, but each of them scored, other than one player, 10 points and above. That's what you need. You get to 130, and the statistics, if I remember correctly, it's 3% of the time you lose if you score 130 points or above. So he was on the right side of statistics. And it was a tough play. I'm just looking up his player. He had Smith, who scored five points. Myers, who scored just under 12. It seemed like a coin toss. So I don't know if he could have really done better. Plus, he got the win. So who cares? Yep. Yep, a good showing from Chuck. And I also... I uh, selected that one wrong. I selected that Cook Brock, and um, I think that was the one matchup I got wrong this week. Oh, so yeah. you let me down, Ray. Ouch. What happened to your defense? <laughs> yeah, defense is not winning this time. Um, so well done, Chuck. Um, where are we going to head to next? Um, I'm going to actually say I'm going to call an audible from what we discussed offline. And I think my game should get moved towards the end since I had a courageous victory at the end. Sure. Sure, go ahead and pick a next one then. Uh, Why don't we do Dirty... Let's do the blowout. Dirty Daves and our newcomer go bias. Um, Do you want to start off? Uh, yeah, the overview is, you know, Dirty Dave scored 150 points. That's got about a 99% chance of winning uh, every matchup. If you get 150 points, Gobias only had 100, um, which isn't out of the you know ballpark of average for his team this year. Uh, I managed to pick Dirty Dave, so I got that one right. Um, looking down at their rosters, I mean, it's... Really, um, on uh, Ken Dove's side, he had C.D. Lamb put up a 36 spot and Leonard Fournette putting up 30. You know, that right there was enough to get him more than halfway to, you know, Gobias' total team score. So once you got two big cash cows putting up those big points for you, you're in a good shape. And he had enough support around them to pull out 150 points for the day. So nice work. Yeah. And he had a couple big points on his bench. Um, Gobias 
had a lot of points on his bench, I feel like, that if he had switched them out, I don't think it would have gotten him the win. Because also, like you, I don't want to do math. Um, but it would have gotten him closer. It would have been a much closer game if he had put some, like, Herbert and um, Green in. But not great. But he did make, I did see a lot of, um, like, moves that Gobias made, Meter made this week. Um, he, by the way, he neglected, he decided not to join us because he's celebrating his quote unquote wedding anniversary. Um, so I don't know. He thinks he's big time joining the league and he feels like he could just blow us off and not join a podcast. Um, but happy anniversary. Right, for a wedding that may or may not have even happened. You know, I wasn't invited, so who knows if it's even real. Pixar didn't happen. I have not seen Pixar yet, so. Um, yeah, not not a great showing for him, uh, I, but I will say, I will give him this. He is a good sport for hopping in to the middle of a real, like, dumpster fire team right now. Um, and I'll be curious to see if he can right the ship in future weeks. Well, let's just hope it takes one more bad week before he gets that ship off right, because he is my, uh, my matchup next week. Yeah. So good luck to you, Meter. Uh, all right, so let's move on to uh, Cardinals and the Finley Warriors. Yeah. I believe this is one of this is the one I, I did pick. I believe I said that this Finley was going to get their asses ass lit up, which came out I think overly strong if I remember last time. But um, this is a good scoring game. I, Pat can't be too upset with his team. 100, almost 130 points. Again, you're you're not quite at the 130, but even still, if you were 130, still would have lost. You're in the very small minority percentage of teams that would have lost this situation. Um, you had a lot of good points put up this week. You just happened to run into a team that put up slightly more than you. And I realize that's not great analysis, but it's legitimately what happened. Um, and Shane did have quite a bit on his bench. Yeah, that is one thing I've noticed. It seems to be the uh, the team that scores the most points ends up winning these games. Um, Weird. So, yeah, can't really fault uh, Pat for falling down on this one. He did what he could. He had two players over twenty points. No, he had three. Didn't he? yeah, three players over twenty points. But Shane had four players over twenty points. And yeah, Shane had another ninety-seven points on his bench. Uh, so that's just sick. He could have done anything he wanted and still would have won. Um, I mean, although Pat did have 81 points on his bench, too, so that's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Let's see. What... Yeah, not much analysis going on with this one. Just a uh, no. bunch of players scoring a bunch of points, having a good game, and Shane came out on top. I mean, the only thing, to be honest, the only thing he could have done is he switched out Moss and had put in um, Drake. But looking... Uh, Finley, by the way, I should say. But that would have been a real gamble, considering the previous weeks of Drake. Um, considering against Moss, but still. That's the only way he could have salvaged this week. Yeah, that would have been a kind of a Hail Mary type play, putting him in. Because Moss seemed to have the advantage in... You know, statistical average score, 
but Drake came through with a just a monster monster game for no reason. Uh, but even still, just that one move would have gained him roughly 15 points, and that would have made it real close. Again, math that I don't want to do, but it would have been real close. <laughs> we, we are frightened of math. <laughs> All right, so pretty high scores this week. Um, let's see. So you picked that one. So let's go with. We're gonna save these two. Wow, we're flying through this. I feel like. We have yeah, we're games moving along pretty good. We can, we can go to my game now. All right. Um, so we have parting the USA. Um, doing pretty well against the Lab Rats team. Um, I'm gonna just my analysis is that your team felt bad for Ross. And they took it easy. They were just not feeling it, right? They were just like, no, 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 thanks. You can yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're on to Gobias Industries. Yeah, moving on. Um, but Ross's team, I don't know if you want to go first because I introduced it. So, uh, yeah, Ross's team did all right. I mean, one twenty-five, easily beatable, but you know, by a competent team, I should say. Uh, so not one of his best weeks, but still. Pretty good. Uh, I'd be happy with 120 something points every week. Um, he doesn't have too many points on the bench, you know, except for that one little thing that I might have mentioned last week during um, unsolicited advice. I told him Murray was going to be a better play than Eckler. He thought I was joking. He put Murray in for a few days just to taunt me, I guess. Then last minute, flipped it around and put Eckler back in. And you know what? I was right. Uh, he didn't need the points, but he could have had a few more points, you know, just so he could have stood atop those standings mm. uh, with a higher point total. You know what? So I've been correct three weeks in a row now on my um, unsolicited advice. So maybe someone will start listening. We'll see. Uh, and over on LabRat's side, they are on to Gobias Industries. Oh, okay. So just moving on. Um, yeah, moving on to Gobias Industries. I, I think my counterpart did a pretty good job breaking this down. Um Cooper Cup just fucking going insane this week. I mean, yeah, I mean, half the time he's going insane each week, but um, parting the USA, well done. You're maintaining your first place lead. So did so his did he um, do his little magic trick on you? Uh, he did. Okay. He did. So and it worked. It was, well, maybe, or maybe it was completely unnecessary, but... I don't know. Um, I'm starting to think that my like non-believer ways is like protecting me that first week. I was like, no, 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 no superstitions here. Yeah, he, he managed to, uh, you know, get some extra juju into his hexes. I guess. Can we say that now, juju? Sounds sounds bad. Uh, Why? Just because he's out for the year? It's fine. Yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> what I meant. Uh, <laughs> All right, why don't we... Mo- we'll move to my game because we'll save the tight game for the last one, right? Does that make sense? Sure. Um, all right, so next is me versus Yardley, Josh Yardley, that is, Mad Dogs. Um, so I'm going to gloat a little bit. I was feeling pretty good coming into Monday night, even though I was down 136 to, I believe, 88 points. Um and I realized that I ended up becoming part of the Proud Boys by playing Cole Beasley this week, as we saw from the uh, Discord chat. Um, 
Which hopefully doesn't see the light of day because I am in the public. This is a particular shot at somebody. Um, so I'm in the public eye. You cannot make fun of me. Um, so my team just fucking crushed it this week. Thanks to Josh Allen um, and some performances by everybody else on my team. You did it, guys. Kisses all. Uh, Mad Dogs, again, above 130 points. So, again, should have won. I'm curious to see what the stats this year are going to be, um, how it changes, because I feel like we've had a lot of 130-point people get beat this year. So I wonder if that stat's going to go up. Yeah, it's probably higher right now for sure. I feel like I can remember at least three or four uh, matches um, that have gone that way, and we haven't had 100 games yet, I don't think. I mean, because in theory, out of every 100 games, three of them, actually, no, it's every every 100 times you score 130, three of them would be losses. So I don't think we've scored 130 or more um, 100 times yet this year. So as of right now, it's probably higher, but we'll see how that evens out the rest of the year. Um, but yeah, you had a great Monday night showing. Uh, I'm looking at the chart right now from your recap that shows you trailing early Sunday, trailing late Sunday, trailing Sunday night, and then just took a big jump Monday night. Yeah, You didn't have anybody playing Monday night, and you had enough players to overtake him. So that was probably pretty exciting if you were watching it. Um, I honestly was not watching Monday Night Football, nor was I following uh, the fantasy matchups because I was on to Tobias Industries. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had I had fallen asleep before my team had crossed the I believe the one hundred point barrier, so I had gone to sleep in a state of just like uh, I don't know borderline fear. Uh, I was feeling pretty confident with my players. Um, clearly, uh, because he didn't get the vaccine, he was able to put up twenty one points. Cole Beasley, he trusted his natural immune system, um, God's breathing apparatus. Um, allowed him to catch 21 points for me from Joshua Allen that brought me to victory. So I guess suck it, Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, and I don't know if many people know this, but Allen is actually my middle name. So I maybe need to start drafting him uh, in future years. If he continues to be good, he is my football namesake, although he does play for the enemy. Right. Um, so, so is that is this like an easy way for me to like? Are you saying that I need to trade him to you? Um, I mean, I'd take him, but I have Tom Brady right now, so I don't think I need uh, him. Um, but I'll give you something off my bench for him if you're looking to bounce him. Interesting. Probably not. Uh, you <laughs> will will end up being like, um, like my patron saint. As my team, since we're supporting each other this year, it's like you're playing for my team. So, yep. I think that's pretty, pretty good, pretty solid. I think everybody out there understands. Um, are we ready to move to the last game? Uh, well, we didn't really talk much about Josh Yardley, but we don't really know if he listens, anyways. That's true. Uh, well, we can go over his. I mean, looking down at his scores, yeah, you mentioned 136 points, still lost. He. Didn't really have much on the bench to do. He had a running back at 13 and a half. Yeah, he could have gained a couple points if he had played Hubbard over Kareem Hunt. But Hunt got injured. 
Uh, he's probably going to have to do that for the coming weeks. Um, nobody will blame him for starting Hunt, though. He made the right moves and just came up against the wrong um, buzz the wrong matchup this week. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was more lucky than skill, but I'm going to say the opposite for me, but that's fine. All right, so we're moving on to America's Game of the Week. That is the last one, right? Uh, I believe so. I think we had them all, yeah? Yep. So we've got Malcolm's Death Squad versus Mantis Toboggans. Um, currently in third and fourth place. I don't remember where they were. I think Mantis was in second place at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he there. dropped a spot after this loss. Uh, only a five-point difference, less than five-point difference. Um and Mike Evans only scored 4.7 points. And A.J. Dillon only scored 5.9 points for Mantis Toboggans. Uh, so you would think, well, he must have somebody on his bench who he should have put in and could have won in the game. But uh, no, no, he didn't. He played all the right players. Uh, and he scored the max number of points he could get this week. And it wasn't enough. No. Uh, so, you know. Can't blame the manager on this one. Got to blame the players. They should have played harder. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe the defenses in this game. Both putting up close to 20 points. Like, that's crazy. Usually you see lopsided defense points uh, when there's a game like this. Um, Noah Fant exploded for Toboggans, but that's about it. I mean, Jones, we're talking about a top-tier running back. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But like 20 points seems about average for a running back that's at the higher end. Um, no Fanto exploded. And Malcolm Death Squad just my not my pick this week. I The dice, not, not my pick, the dice picked Mantis. And Mantis let me down. Making my dice look like a bunch of fools. Um, Pat Mahomes bringing it home with 30 points. Bringing it Mahomes. Get it, guys? Um, for almost 30 points. No, I don't, I don't get it. Can you explain that? <laughs> uh, you see, there's a saying that says, bring it home or bringing it home, which means that you have provided something. And his name is Mahomes, which is similar uh, to the saying. Oh, so it's a little wordplay. I got you. Oh, I'm following yeah. now. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, yeah. So well done, Malcolm. Um, Four and two again. It's weird to see a four and two team still like just about just over the halfway mark. This this distance, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. He had uh, you know he had four players under ten points, um, but then he had Mahomes at thirty, Taylor almost thirty, and McKissick just under twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they really brought it home, or brought it Mahomes. If you know what I'm saying. Wait, that's my joke. Uh, <laughs> was it was it a joke? Uh, same. I don't know. I don't yeah, know how this works. Anyways, before this goes any more off the rails, we should move on. Um, so we'll just take a quick look at the current standings. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so after all those games played out, we ended up with you know Ross still at number one. Shane moves up to number two, while Brian drops to number three. Uh, Jason is currently number four. I don't remember if he moved up or down or stayed where he is. I feel like he moved Um, up. He might have, yeah. He might have leapfrogged over some of these next few. We got one, two, three, four, 
teams all at three and three. Uh, number f- uh, in the fifth spot, uh, we have Josh Yardley. Sixth spot, we got Chuck. Seventh spot, we got uh, the the honorable Ken Letary. That's right. That's right. Uh, and number eight, we've got uh, Ken Wicks. I always want to call him Dave just because his name is Dirty Dave's Movies, but it's Ken. Uh, and then we got three teams at two and four, uh, Pat in ninth, myself in 10th, uh, and Ray in 11th and meters pulling up the rear. Uh, only one game behind the three of us though. So standings at the bottom can still shuffle around a bit, uh, after this week. Um, yeah. And just to point out meter has quite a bit of money left in his, um, waiver budget so i understand that dirty daves has all of his but considering that gobias is 12th and he's taking over a team that is starting in last place having almost all of your money is probably um a pretty solid start yeah it would be if there was anybody worth taking um it looks rough right now he's got to be on top of any injuries really you see an injury to a starting running back or something, and the backup is still available. You got to jump on that real quick. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for? Oh, hold on. Hazel is becoming part of the podcast. She would like out of the room. So, give me one second, and I will let her out so she doesn't keep barking. This is this is live, folks. This is why we do it live. All right. Uh, it's the it's the Kenny Chaos Show. <laughs> Worked out well though, because right at the same time, my daughter and dog both walked into the room. There we go. And, and I just sent them away. So we should get them the dogs to bark at each other, and then we can have our own segment. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the, the Daisy and Hazel Show. I like it. It's, might be better than this. I'm not sure. No, that's couldn't be true. worse. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Royal All, right. All right, so we're moving on to uh, unsolicited advice with uh, yet again our sponsor. Yeah, um, our sponsor is Ironclad Eats. So uh, the Clad Lads are back, and granted, this is they've been off of vacation sabbatical for eighteen days now, but. Um, the Clad Lads are back and ready to stuff tacos in your damn faces. The War Pig is rolling into your favorite breweries this week, loaded to the gills with sweet, slow cooked meats, ready to satisfy all your weird taco needs, including several new special vegan options. Let's be honest, though, you fat assholes. You don't care about any of that. Let's talk more about meat. If you haven't tried the River Bottom Nightmare Beef yet, your life is sad, unfulfilled, and utterly meaningless. Also, make it a cheesy boy. Thank me later. You know, I think I will make it a cheesy boy next time because I haven't done that yet. What? Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I cheesy boy it up all the time because I'm one of the fat yeah. assholes he's talking about. So, uh, I'm not too fat yet, but I've got the asshole part covered. Um, but we will be sure to check out Hellflower Night. Uh, in partnership with Bellflower Brewing on October 28th. That is one week from today. Uh, so next Thursday, October 28th, at Bellflower Brewing, they're going to host Hellflower Night. Limited tickets available for the special beer and scorching hot 
taco pairing menu with more details on that to come. Uh, you can buy a t-shirt, whatever, get fucked. Um, and I do have it on pretty good authority that there's going to be three or four, maybe, uh, at least owners of football teams in our league showing up to Hellflower night. So if you don't think I'm talking about you, get your ass over there. Ooh, that's good. Um, I also, just to re- just to give a personal testimony, uh, Riverbottom Nightmare Beef is 100% my favorite. I feel like the middle two sentences I read were specifically written about me. I make almost everything a cheesy boy. The River Bottom Nightmare Beef, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing chef's kiss, and I call it Dream Beef. It is pretty tasty. I'm not going to argue about that. And I'm looking forward to this. They said this, uh, you just kind of maybe jumped over kind of quickly, but the scorching hot taco pairing menu, he is going to make a hella hot taco. So if you like spicy food, you're going to have to give that a try. 100%. Also, hashtag monster sponsor this. Yeah, Um, monster, get off your ass. Yeah. Lazy bunch of assholes. Um... All right, are we ready to move unsolicited advice? We are. You can go ahead and take it. Okay, so um, I'm going to be honest. This week is rough, and I think you would agree with me, Josh, that this is a rough week for anybody to really swap anything off of benches because of so many um, teams on by. Um, but I'm going to offer my advice to Dirty Daves. You're an eighth. You could take down the second team, the Cardinals. Um, right now you have C.D. Lamb in. I don't know if you're planning to take him out at some point, switch him out. But you should definitely take him out to play A.J. Brown. Um, this is probably like a brain-dead suggestion since C.D. Lamb is not playing and he has zero points. And you really don't have much else to play. But I implore you to make that move ASAP. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant observation um, and one that is highly unlikely to go wrong on your part. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier, I've gotten three advice uh, columns right these last three weeks. So I think that uh, I am going to go against the grain again here and offer my advice to my opponent. Uh, meter with the revenge of Gobias Industries. If you want to get off that uh, losing column, um, you're going to need to do something about Dalton Schultz. Another cowboy, another zero burger in the projected points because he is not playing. You've got starting uh, tight end with no points projected. And looking at your, uh, your bench, you have no tight end. So... Advice A, I tried to offer earlier this week in the form of a trade where I tried to give you Rob Gronkowski, and you thoroughly denied that. Uh, So you know what? You're going to have to go pick someone up off the scrap heap. Um, So good luck with that. Okay. So that is my advice. Go pick up a tight end off the free agent market. Some pretty strongly worded advice. But at this point, you have a lot of backing behind it. Where I have been right zero times you've been right half of the league's existence this year's times right 
which I'm pretty sure. And honestly, I wasn't even really paying attention the first three weeks. I might have been right one of those times as well. I just know these last three weeks I haven't been right. So, guys, if you want to win, listen to the rat. All right. This has been unsolicited advice with the cat and the rat. Now we're moving on to next week's matchups and who we think is going to win and why. Yeah. Oh, uh, just uh, I'm going to bring up the trade deadline since you researched it. And as the commissioner, I'm going to steal the spotlight um, since you did all the hard work and I was confused. Um, The trade deadline is November 20th. Um, So if you are looking to trade anything to get in position, I believe you found out, Josh, it's what, week 11? Yeah, it's the Saturday of week 11. So it's kind of right in the middle of week 11. Um, If you're trying to get any trades done, I mean, you still got some time. This is week 7. We're starting here now. Uh, So you got a couple more weeks, but before Sunday's games on week 11, no more trades. Yeah, you got to pay attention to that. Uh, I'm terrible at trading, so I never trade. Um, but I know a lot of people do, and you only have a couple more weeks to do so because I feel like we haven't had, well, we've only had like two or three, I think, actual trades this year, which feels very low to me, having been a very attentive commissioner for the past six years? Question mark. I don't know a lot about the league I run. So. Uh, and you guys can see that, but Josh just did shifty eyes when I said that stat. So not great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you're asking about how many years, and I have no idea how long you've been the commissioner either. And you may not know the details. That's because you've got you know Yahoo doing the heavy lifting lifting for you. That's true. That's fine. I, like I don't it. blame you at all for that. I like it. Uh, all right. So we want to get into our predictions for the week. All right. Um, well, on my view, it's showing Malcolm Desquad and Chinese Waving Cats at the top of the list. Um, mm-hmm. Malcolm Desquad's four and two versus Chinese Waving Cats at three and three. Uh, projected to win uh, by a solid 20 points is Malcolm Desquad. Um, and I will agree with Yahoo projections this time. Just kidding. Chinese waving cats is going to take this one. Ooh, my heart jumped into my throat. I was like the betrayal. No way. Josh Allen is going to come through for you again. Yeah. Both of them. Okay. That's exciting. All right. Yes, it is a 31 point spread currently. And yes, I do have two running backs from the same team. Technically I have all three running backs from the from Cincinnati. Um, but just in case somebody gets hurt, you know? Um, so let's see what the dice have to say about that. So we'll roll for Malcolm Death Squad. He got a four. Let's see what my team gets. A solid 28. Beautiful. Cats taking it. By the way, I rolled a 28 on a D20, so... You figure that out. Uh, I already told you I'm not so good at the maths, so I'm just going to let it go. Okay. All right, Elsa. Uh, all right, so next we've got Mad Dogs versus Party in the Zoo SA. This could be Ooh, a pretty good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of going off the top of my head now because I closed that window, but I believe 
Mad Dogs has the second highest points scored this year versus Party of the USA's number one. Uh, so thinking about that overall for the year, they should be pretty close. And Yahoo's projecting them pretty close. So this could be a good game. Definitely going to want to keep an eye on. Um, might help out Mad Dogs, jump up in standings a little bit. Um, uh, geez, I don't even know how to pick got? this one. Yeah, how do you figure it out? Um, I guess what you'll do is go down the rosters and say, wow, looks pretty tight. Looks pretty tight. Um, I don't have any, although Ross has got Debo Samuel. I mean, I, they're coming off a bye, 17 points. I don't know why. I just never like him. Uh, he has been doing all right for the, for the year, but I, I think he's going to let him down. Um, but on the other side, he's got to start Hubbard because Hunt is down as well. This is a toss-up, really, 50-50. I'm going to give it to I'm going to give it to Ross because he is going to put his hex on the Mad Dogs. Ooh, all right. Let's see, Mad Dogs. Fifteen, pretty strong roll. Ooh, Ross rolling a nat 20, which, Ross, you will understand on Sunday. Very good roll. So, I am picking Partings USA for the win. In a tight roll, even. All right. I have Go Bias next. Is that what you have? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go Bias and you. So, also a tight game. Um... I don't want to say sadly tight, but it is a tight game. Um, so let's see what the dice have to say. So, Gobias, an 11. Pretty strong roll. Will the dice hold out hope for Labrats? We shall see. Dun, dun, dun. And Labrats, guess what? You rolled a 23. 23, not bad. Crushing it. I will take that. Now looking at the actual rosters here, like I mentioned, he's got a tight end with zero points, and he's got Saquon Barkley on the bench. I don't know really what his chances of playing are. Even if he does play, he might not be at full strength. So I don't know if he's willing to pull him up off the bench and start him. But he does have some options. He's got, you know, he's got some potential. Whereas my team, I've got Gronkowski on the bench still. Again, he's coming off an injury, projected at more points than a couple of my starters. So I could squeeze him in there in my flex spot. So again, there's a little bit of wiggle room. But after that, my bench is completely decimated or on a bye. Yep. It's going to be a rough week for a lot of people. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a tight match. You know, I'm going to pick myself because I've been focused on them, you know, halfway through my last game with uh, Ross. Just, just like, nope, we're on to Gobias. So I've been laser focused on this for over a week now. We are going to pick this one uh, for the Lab Rats. All right. Let's see who we got left. 
we have. Who do you got next? I got Cardinals in 30 days. All right. No. Again, a decent matchup. Um, in theory, 30 days only has 101 points projected, but he's got CD Lamb out. So if you can get somebody in there. If he you know, listens he to my unsolicited Brian, advice. If he can listen to somebody else and maybe start Brown, there's another 16 points added to his projection. So he's looking at 117 versus 122, potentially a close game. Um, Shane really only has Boyd on his bench as an option to come in somewhere. Um, not projected to be better than anybody else, but he could be. You know, Yahoo doesn't know shit. So that's going to be a thought for Shane if he wants to slide him in there. Says tight game. I'm going to call the upset on this one and give it to Ken Dubs. Wow. Oh, man. Let's see what my dice have to say. This is for Cardinals. Cardinals rolled a nine. A little less than good. Ken Wicks. Whoa. Also a nine. So we have a contested strength check right now. So let's re-roll that. Ready for this, Josh? Are you so excited? You're on the seat of your the edge of your seat? Oh yeah, I've been on the edge of my seat okay. this whole time. Let's see. Cardinals re-rolls. Sixteen. It's pretty strong. Dirty yeah, days. it's a solid recovery. Solid recovery. The dice roll slowly across the table, edge to edge, clicking and clacking with the table, and falls slowly on a 17. Dirty Dave's getting a unanimous pick this week from the dice and from the mice. Not really. That would have been great if your team was a mice, was a mouse, (laughs) but... You were close. You were close. I was close. Good effort. You're adjacent. Mice adjacent. All right. I have uh, what the rock hath been baking and uh, mantis toboggans. So let's see. Um, This is not even close in projection, kind of like the last game. But we don't know. Maybe the dice will choose something else. Maybe the rat has something up his sleeve. Maybe he knows something. Maybe there's something on the bench that will alter and flip this entire contest on its head. Uh, So let's see what the rock has baked. Ten. All right. Very mediocre. Much like his team. And Adams... Sorry, Adams. Nat one. You hurt yourself and cause strain to yourself while trying to defeat the rock. The rock was too heavy, and like Sisyphus, it rolls back down the hill on you. So this week, I the dice are picking the rock. Wow, that is a shocker. Yeah. Uh, the main issue with his team might be he's got two at Tungavailoa starting because his starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins, is on a bye. Um, again, a lot of buys this week, so benches are showing a lot of zeros. So not a lot of options for a lot of our owners here. 
Um, he's got Tyler Lockett on the bench, who you never know. He's got a lot of boom or bust. I don't know what his value is now with Geno Smith at quarterback rather than um, Russell. Um, but I will give, I'll give this one to Adams. I think that the dice maybe have made a mistake on that one. Um, so I'm going to go with Adams. Random chance. What? Random? What are you talking about? I thought they were magical. Uh, I never claimed that. I thought they were imbued with the dust of fairies or something. Oh, so you do know more about D&D than you think. You I do have a healthy appreciation for fantasy literature, so I have... That's maybe some base knowledge, but I've never played D&D myself. Uh, and to, I'm going to say, I think you are cheating yourself by not playing in this league, right? In this uh, campaign that we're playing. Because, I don't know, man. It's just a lot of fun. I'm sure it is. Maybe I'll have one day. I will try it out. Mm. But I have managed to hold back so far. That sounds like me when talking about vegetables. And... <laughs> I have um, scurvy. So, um, all right. Well, that's that's from fruit. You need to eat fruit to ward off scurvy. Uh, but vegetables also have the vitamins you need for that. Okay. But you can eat just oranges. And you don't need to eat, eat the green stuff. You'll be all right. It's true. Uh, by the way, the British who were called limeys because they drank lime, lime actually has less vitamin C, so it was not an effective uh, curb to scurvy. Um, so, yeah. There you go. It was cheaper, though, and easier to carry than everything else. Yeah, it might have had a uh, longer shelf life than oranges. Yeah. I, I just recently listened to a book called The Madhouse at the End of the Earth about an 1899 voyage to um, Antarctica, and they were telling me about that stuff, which is fascinating to me. All right. Well, we got one game left here, keeping everybody in suspense. Uh, we've got Chuck and Herbie Hancock versus Pat. And the Finley Warriors. Yeah. Who you got? Yeah, three and three team versus a two and four team. Both projected in the low one twenties. Could go either way. Might also get fifty fifty coin flip or roll of the dice. You might say uh, they both have a, an option or two on the bench, um, but their starting lineups look pretty solid. Um. Chuck has got his tight end is really his, his low point with Uzoma. Um, mm-hmm. Chuck, if you're listening, and I know that you are, I've got Rob Gronkowski that I might be willing to trade for something, but um, just throwing that out there. I will give this one to Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Stafford. Yeah, I'm going to give this one to the Finley Warriors. All right, this is a really tight game. Like, yes, and I went five and one last week. Yeah, uh, I went three, I, three. Yeah, I do not have the same confidence this week. There's a lot of tight games. Yeah, I again, again, I've done better with rolling dice than picking with my brain, um, but I have not moved beyond five hundred stat wise um, for this purposes. So let's see if the dice can help me out this week. I feel like the dice have made some interesting choices this week for me already. 
Um, so let's see what Herbie Hancock gets. Herbie, you rolled a 13. Not terrible. Maybe you had a modifier, depending on Pat's AC here. Let's start getting some of the Dungeon Dragons vocab out there. AC, armor class. You have to overcome that in order to land a hit. Pat rolled a 5. Sorry, Pat. Um, Herbie's taking it this week for me, for the dice. For me and the dice. Cat and the dice. There you go. All right. I believe the Thursday night game starts in about one minute uh, from when we are recording this. So if you haven't gotten all your Thursday night starters in your lineup and you're listening to this, it's too late. So you're going to have to just go cry in your milk. Um, What are you drinking tonight, Ken? Uh, I am drinking uh, Hoofhearted Key Bump which is a triple IPA, clocking it at 10.5%. That sounds disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I don't like IPAs. Um, I've got a, uh apple cider that okay. I added some sour cherry liqueur to. Ooh. Uh, it's like the national drink, the national liqueur of Portugal. Uh, Sheena went to Portugal a few years ago, and she picked up a bottle for me. Uh, it's pretty tasty. You can add it to lots of different stuff, but it's where it works. It's pretty good. That sounds great. Uh, what is the name of that liquor? Do you know? You don't know, right? I, I don't. It's like half in Portuguese and stuff. But if you're actually interested, I can send you a picture of it. I am for real interested, and we should definitely keep this in because I'm sure our audience is riveted. And also, I do know editing, so you're going to hear every single fucking minute of this. Um, all right. So... Cheers to your drink. Sounds good. Uh, I know you hate mine, but it's delicious. And I guess we will see you. We will kick off till next week. We'll punt until next week. Yeah, we'll have to um, to record a little bit earlier next week. Because Thursday night I will not be available. I will be at Ironclad. And hopefully he get off his ass and join us. Wow, that's, that's rude. All right. Um, see you guys next week. See some of you on Sunday. Here. No, I don't hear you guys. You will listen to us next week. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Have a good night. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye.